Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, uh, Hunter Martin. Becca, do you know what I think is the funniest thing we do? What? <laughs> not, to, not to say that we're so funny, um, because we are um, to ourselves. And if no one else understands what we're saying, that's for, for them to figure out. But when, some, when, a, when a celebrity passes away, We'll just. <laughs> you always say not person's name. You do it too. Don't lie. We'll go like, we'll go like not insert um celebrity name here. Like not Bob Saget, not Jerry no. Springer. <gasps> now you bring Bob Saget into this. But sometimes it's interchangeable. Like we'll say like. Like if like if a celebrity does something funny or like crazy, we'll be like not blank, and then like send an article or something. And so one night I was watching the Carol Burnett special, the 90th anniversary special, and Ellen DeGeneres. Um, <laughs> Ellen, <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres um, came on stage to like say something about Carol, and I texted Becca, not Ellen. <laughs> I thought Ellen had perished. <laughs> and she said, and all you do is like in all caps going, what? And I said, oh, she just came out as a surprise guest at the Carol Burnett. Thing. I think I said, did she die? Yeah. And but then today, today, you were listening to Still Into You. By Airplane Zone, Haley Williams. And you decided to just text me, not Haley. I knew, I knew what I was doing that time. And for a moment, I froze in fear. Imagine I break it to you. I feel like my <laughs> phone would blow up with a bunch of people saying, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> like they have you? every time that they've like pseudo broken up or a member yeah. leaves the band, people flood my inbox to ask if I'm well. <laughs> flood your inbox like you're an email? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hope, you remember uh, when you would write on people's Facebook walls? Yeah. I mean, I guess you still can, but it's not a thing. Because now we have DMs. Yeah slide into the dms and let's slide into these 411 stories mm. shall we all right first story this is kind of like a confirmation of a theory that we had about the writer strike um disney channel's longest running live action comedy series bunked is the latest casualty of the wga strike 
Production on season seven of the hit series has been halted due to the writer's strike. According to a document sent by Disney branded televisions, it's a laugh productions. Producers are hopeful for a speedy resolution of the dispute and to resume production at the earliest earliest possible opportunity. Production was completed last year on season six, which is currently airing on Disney Channel. The season six finale is set for May 21st. Filming has been completed on 12 episodes of the 20 episode season seven with eight episodes remaining to be shot. So they did not get to finish out uh, season seven. So that makes so do you think there's going to be any more Disney Channel shows shut down? I feel like if that shuts if that shuts down, they would say. So that makes me think Raven's Home is finished filming. It might be. I mean, I didn't look up either way to. I mean, I feel like that would have been news. I mean, if this is news, the other one would have been news. The bunked might be debunking. I don't know. It seems to be pretty popular. They the might show. be taking their bunk beds apart and being canceled. <laughs> it's it's fall. <laughs> no time for summer anymore. True. So we'll see. We'll keep you updated on if any more shows don't return whenever this writer's strike is over. Um, you want to get into some casting news? Uh, Jenna Ortega. Um, people forget that she's a Disney Channel star, so this counts. Um, it does. Warner Brothers, it does. Um, we just don't really... It's weird. Like, we will... She's in the news a lot, and so is, like, Zendaya and all them, but I don't She's know. She's in the news a lot for just being, like, Jenna Ortega was interviewed and said that she memorized her lines backwards on Wednesday. Right. Like, it's never anything serious. Yeah, yeah, but this this is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers has officially set a release date for Beetlejuice 2, a long-awaited sequel to the delightfully weird 1988 Tim Burton movie star- starring Michael Keaton. Um, the new movie will arrive in theaters September 6, 2024. Uh, the studio announced Tuesday. Not much else is known about Beetlejuice 2, but Burton will reportedly reteam with the original stars Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder. Uh, new cast members are said to include Burton's Wednesday star, Jenna Ortega as Lydia, played by Winona Ryder's daughter. Big slay. So, um, they're missing out on a major opportunity to call the movie Beetlejuice Beetlejuice. They may. It's probably working title. Yeah. Jenna Ortega is really like cashing in on one nostalgia weird nostalgic like emo not emo is that the right word mm, you're um, not wrong but ne- y- you know what i mean like, like gothic, um, goth- like gothic, horror. gothic gothic horror characters because yeah. she's in wednesday scream and now beetlejuice she's like let me get what like people are eating up she said let me get this check let me get the spooky because check. Because that check is going to be large. That check is full, is is doused with spider webs and blood. <laughs> Winona Ryder's character is like really like gothic and you know um, how Jenna Ortega is in real life. So it'd be funny if her character is like the opposite yeah. of her mom. Just to spin it on its head. But you know, um, it's, this is probably really easy to come together because she works with Tim Burton on Wednesday. So. They should release on them. I hope they call it Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It's such a good idea. And then the third one can be called Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Ugh, but then they would have to make a third one. Well, Why we'll should wait we like, like 70 an- years from now? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll wait like another 30 years. All right. 
you know, we'll begin. We'll be one foot in the grave and they'll be like, you're almost dead, but Michael Keaton's not. <laughs> he's He is, but he's undead now. He's 104. Um, <laughs> we put him on the ventilator for this movie. Um, all right. Um, on to our next casting news that you sent. Um, Miley Cyrus is officially a cartoon. She's set to voice Van the Logic Rock on season two of Human Resources, preparing June 9th on Netflix. I think these are the same creators of Big Mouth. This is a Big Mouth um, spinoff. Okay, okay. so, so it, have you seen like, this show? I've, I watched all of season one. I thought that it was fine. Um, okay. Great voice cast. Like, Kiki Palmer is one of the main characters. Oh, really? Um but it, it follows the like the hormone monsters and the otherworldly characters of Big Mouth, but in like an office like setting. So you get a peek into their world and what their process is like. Surprisingly, though, I did just find out um, Netflix is ending Big Mouth and Human Resources both. So these are both going to be their last seasons. Way to go out with a bang with Miss Miley. Miley Cyrus. Is this where she's been? <laughs> is this is she why she's not promoting it with summer vacation? <laughs> Because she is too busy in the recording studio um, doing Big Mouth spinoff. Imagine if this is all Nick Kroll's fault. Mm-hmm. The Miley fans getting angry. All of this stuff happening is all because of Nick Kroll. I've given up. I think I, think I have to, in order for me to have a peaceful life, I just have to put it aside mm-hmm. and, call, and put, a, put a fork in whatever Miley Cyrus is doing and call it a day so I can keep moving forward um with my life and if she does some new stuff it'll be a treat for us <laughs> but i gotta keep moving i gotta have my sights set on something else we have to live our lives as if she's never coming back yeah i i really do i really do um but what a great segue to our final story of something that is closer to coming back Yee. so Lindsay lohan and um, Jamie Lee Curtis did an interview for the New York Times um, in honor of Freaky Friday turning 20 years this year. And they just talked about, I'll just read the article to let you know what's going on. All right. It's been nearly two decades since Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis swapped bodies in the beloved Disney classic Freaky Friday. And now fans of the film have a reason to celebrate as a sequel is reportedly in the works. The New York Times says Disney has confirmed that a sequel is in development with Elise Hollander writing the screenplay and Curtis and Lohan in talks to return. Lohan and Curtis recently sat down for a conversation with the publication where they discussed everything from reprising their roles in the smash Disney blockbuster to the excite to the excitement of uh, motherhood. And yeah. And so they just talked about in the article Freaky Friday and how they both got involved with it and the and the impact of the movie. And then the article ends with talks about a sequel and basically kind of what we've all followed was um, Jamie Lee Curtis called Disney. And it's like, I think we should do it. Yeah. But, but the reason we're reporting on it is because it's getting real, folks. It, this is the first time that we've heard it be said that it's officially in development. Development. So it's now it's just kind of neck and neck with um, Princess Diaries Princess Diaries 3. Although the most recent development on that we saw was a red carpet interview with Julie Andrews that you sent me, where somebody uh-huh. just asked her like something about Princess Diaries 3 and she just goes, no. 
Well, there's uh, there's the streets are saying that Zendaya is in talks to do Princess Diaries three with Anne Hathaway. That sounds fake. Like fan fiction. Like that doesn't sound real. But, but this is. Yeah. Like we have a screenwriter's name in the New York Post. The Jamie Lee Curtis hive is eating because we also got the first glimpse of her as Madame <laughs> Leota in the ball. That the was... scream I emitted. <laughs> that was scary. She looks insane. I didn't know. I didn't recognize her. Well, you see it. Um, oh, I didn't recognize her in the trailer. I did. Um, <laughs> will you be seeing it in the theaters? Probably. I have to support my woman. I do too, but I didn't see Halloween ends in theaters. I didn't either. But I didn't even buy it on Peacock. I watched it from your password and username. So thank you so much. Happy for that. to be a service. Sorry you had to see it because <laughs> it was not it very was good. Fun. The last Jamie Lee Curtis movie I supported in theaters was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Good news for us Freaky Friday fans. Yeah. We may. I knew it. I knew when Lindsay Lohan was pregnant. That would not lead us... Now, we don't have, like, a green light or anything yet, I don't no, think. No, but... no, but everyone was like, I guess Freaky Friday 2 is not happening. I was like, no. Well, I was nervous. This it would, it would, it would make her acting even more better. Bad, more better? Better. Just better. Just better. Um, well, that's all the 411 stories I got for you. Uh, what a great segue. Speaking of mothers, mothers. and motherhood and mothering the absolute house down. Um, there's been some pictures going around the internet recently saying that these people are hands down the best Disney Channel moms. And it was a picture of Amy Duncan and Miss Wizards of Waverly Place. Whose name <laughs> escapes me. Mrs. And Waverly. <laughs> and, and we're not talking about Selena Gomez. No. Um, but the mama. I... There is just no. no other contest when it comes to this mama, and we'll take any excuse <laughs> we can to talk about Tanya Baxter. Yes, we um, are talking. And this is, yeah. this is an episode we just wanted to find an excuse to talk about yeah, for a and while. We thought, and, you know, Mother's Day's around the corner. Yes, Tanya um, Hive. Get so ready Tanya to Hive, celebrate her. This is our ep. <laughs> Um So we thought it would be a great way to, like, let's pick a Disney Channel episode that has the mom in the forefront the and mom. the the mother um and so what a episode to do then the that's a raven season one episode called teach your children well it aired may 2nd um 2003 and basically this whole episode is about tanya being the substitute teacher of raven's uh school and chaos ensues and I will say the B plot is, is not really existent. Yeah, I think there's like two scenes of the B plot, yeah. which I'm fine with. It's it's also <laughs> soft. I I don't usually consider it a B plot when it's tied into the A plot from the beginning. Um, but the B plot is basically just Corey uh, gets to experience 15 minutes of time home alone before tanya comes mm-hmm. home and all he has all these wild fantasies <laughs> and dreams well, about what he's gonna do in that time yeah but then it's but it's just like two scenes yeah there's which they're like so short because it's not a because you can't really do like i liked the focus of that uh 
we were at, we had to be at the school the entire time because there was too much to do mm-hmm. at the school. I didn't need to I need I didn't need to come back and see like Corey accidentally knocked over the lamp while he was home alone, and the whole entire B plot is him trying to figure out how to get the lamp fixed. You know, right? I was like I want my attention to be because um, if you think about it, every character except Corey was at the school because no Victor in this episode. That's true. Where was he? At the chill girl. He got, he got locked in the walk-in over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he got locked in the, the chill of the, the chill of the grill. Um, do you remember this episode? Of course. Initial viewing. Initial viewing, I'm not sure. But oh, this I remember is, this episode. This is one of the ones... I mean, I know I watched it growing up at some point. But this is one of the yeah. ones that our friend group in college really sunk its teeth into. And off-quoted. And I, anytime someone chews gum, I still think about this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the famous gif of Raven looking side to side and chewing is from this, from episode. this episode. Yeah. Season one of, we say this every time we do a season one episode of Raven, but it just, it I don't know if it's because probably by the time they filmed everything, it wasn't aired. And so they kind of got to do their own thing. I mean, it's, it, the whole show tracks, you know, it's not like all of a sudden, like season, season one, season one isn't like gritty. You know, but you know what I mean? There's something. Um, there was just something in the water when they were filming season one, because it's yeah. like every single episode is a hit. Is it? Is yeah. A hit. Maybe not everyone, because we haven't watched all of them. Um, for this I'll, one, st- I'll stand by what I said. Okay. Okay. Um, but before we actually get into the nitty gritty, speaking of gritty, of the nitty gritty details of um, this episode, it's time for a promo powwow. All right, we are going to watch the original promo of Teach Your Children Well that they aired on the Disney Channel. Having a substitute teacher can be a lot of fun. Yeah! Yeah! Except when the teacher goes by the name of Mom. That's So Raven, new episode next Friday at 7, 6 Central on Disney Channel. So what do we think? The face Did she that... makes with that. <laughs> it's not even from this episode. It's not even from that episode. I will say they... They're putting, they, they describe the episode pretty well, but. The way that the announcer says, mom, like mom. her own mom just walked into the room <laughs> while she was recording. <laughs> mom, get out of here. I'm making a Disney Channel commercial. Oh, uh, I also love that they included the <laughs> moment of the episode that busted my gut <laughs> where Raven is pressed up against that door and screamed. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. Let's get so we can yes. talk about it. So we can really chew up the sick like Raven did in this oh, episode. Oh, I have to chew, 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 chew on this episode. All right. So, <laughs> so this episode opens with Raven and Chelsea doing a handshake with two other quote unquote friends. Who are they? Mark. Who are they? They're not Eddie. One of the girls um, is in a bucket hat. There are bucket so many, hats everywhere. I noticed that too in the classroom. There's so many bucket hats, so bucket on bucket hats. bucket hats. But I, I was like, who are these friends? And we'll what never are their know because they we'll immediately sit in the back of the class because <laughs> they're not getting paid to talk. Um, and then we see Raven has a crush on this guy named Eric. Named Eric, which is a glorified extra. He has like three lines in the yeah. show. And I love. Uh, it's another episode where Raven is just like me for real, and she is saying that she's doing so much and flirting with a boy when all she's really doing is saying, hi, Eric, <laughs> day in and day out, if that ain't me. And then we get the first moment that Raven is ravening, saying that he is so fun. He's really She not. says that a little bit. Though. 
I, the first okay. couple of glimpses that we get of him are him just kind of turning around after Raven says it. So I was like, okay, sure. And then when well, Raven was, actually has a scene with him, I was like, that cannot be the same man that you were thirsting after. <laughs> he is in a brown on brown tracksuit with baggy, baggy jeans. That was the style. It was like 2002. I hated it. Um, but this is important because we get an iconic That's Raven teacher. Um, Mr. Lawler. Okay. This is, there is a big discrepancy happening. Okay, yes. Um, okay, you were saying that there was a lot I of continuity issues I texted Hunter because there here. is a major continuity issue here. And we always say that, you know, Disney Channel films their episodes out of order. Things get released in random order, whatever. So the episode A Dog by Any Other Name that we've covered before aired two or three episodes after Teacher Children Well. Yes. And the central plot of that episode is that Lawler, when he's still Mr. Lawler, is taking over the class and spitting all over Eddie. The beginning yes. of this episode, which is three episodes prior to that, is Mr. Lawler becoming the principal and not teaching that class anymore, and Eddie going out in the hallway to do a dance because he doesn't have to sit in the front seat. Oh, so we get the we resolution know. before we get the conflict. Well, you know, Disney Channel loves its continuity. And I, I'm they sure I would not have even given that a second thought at the, oh, at the yeah. target age for this, but I was me like... You, you telling me that now, I'm like, oh, that happened? I, I was like, Disney's not going to pull the wool over my eyes. <laughs> but to your... To, well, just to um, fast track, yeah, so Principal Lawler, uh, now known as Principal Lawler, is like the spitter. And he is becoming principal and is not going to be teaching their English class anymore, which Eddie has to go outside and dance. And you see him in like a little window. <laughs> and then he comes back dancing. inside and he's like, I'll be OK. I'll be OK. Funny. Um, Funny delivery. And they're, just, and they're going to have a sub for the next couple days and then a full time teacher next week. Um, and that's when... Uh, well, Raven, Chelsea, and Eddie just start yakking in the middle of class oh, yeah. about other They're weird subs that they've had before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Which brings the question. Screaming at the top of their lungs. Did you misbehave when a sub was in class? I never misbehaved. Me either. I always <laughs> felt bad for the sub when, like, other people Did you have, like, fun of them. Well, the, the topic of their conversation is, like, cuckoo crazy subs. And they have one that's, like, paranoid and one that they said had a hard um, time. And I remember this sub from my eighth grade math class that was like a local she wanted to break into music and she spent the whole class talking to us eighth graders about her music taking off her shoes sitting cross-legged on the desk singing for us and then playing us her music on pandora oh we never saw her again interesting And there was this other sub that would like come through the high schools who was this older woman very stern and when she took the role, she would read everyone's first, middle, and last name off of it in like a... Weird. Yeah. I don't have like any stark memories of like a sub that I was like, oh God, it's a sub. Um, I had like a lot of like people who were married to the teachers who would like sub. I, I remember in elementary school, a sub would like brush his teeth during class. During? Yeah, because there was like a sink in class and he would brush his teeth. I didn't remember that. Um, But uh, yeah, so they're talking about all the subs and then Raven gets a a vision that her mom is going to be the teacher, Mm -hmm. which he's very confused by. I just love like Uh. um, Lawler says something (laughs) when like I think right before Raven has the vision, he's like, Raven, 
Talking. <laughs> well, it has to be something that makes him spit. Talking. Talking. In the back of the class. Yeah, Raven has a but, vision of her mom stopping the class. And she's like... No, no. She has a vision. Yeah, she has a vision of mom stopping the class. And they're like, well, how is that possible? Yeah, she's like, Lawler doesn't know my mom. He doesn't know that she's a teacher. Like, how is that going to happen? Here and she comes. Get, here she comes to Kia Crystal. Um, which, because Raven forgot her lunch. Which, if this was a real high school or at least a high school I went to, you would just drop it off at the main office. Yeah, and you'd go pick it up. You'd go pick it if up. If I left something at home in high school and my mom came into the door of my class, ooh, we would have had a fight. It, oh, really? <laughs> I would have been so mad. Um, but then they were, so that's when Raymond's like, oh my gosh, I got to get my mom out of here because if Principal Law- Lawler meets my mom, he's going to put two and two together and ask her to be a sub which i don't think is how it works <laughs> right like if he had, if he had just been like oh hi but i feel like she has to be a part i feel like there's a lot of things that she's gonna she would have to do for her to officially sub at the school yeah because one one how do you go from a? I thought she was a lawyer she used so, to be a teacher she used to be a teacher um but what i'm saying is like she is her License still active? I'm sure you have to go through like a test to be a to sub. Be sub. N- not a test, but you have to, you know, you have to register in the, in, the, in the school district. You don't have to do anything crazy to be a sub. So I can just walk into a school right now and be like, "Hey, if you guys need a sub." Usually they're so desperate. I think so. Mm. I mean, I think you probably have to pass like a background check, but maybe other. Yeah, than that, like- I'm just saying. I don't think there'd be like maybe if she was a teacher, it would be a fast turnaround. But um, yeah. Um, Raven, but of course Raven's she's trying like, like trying to yeah. get her out of there and he <laughs> Lawler stops class <laughs> to walk over and be like I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting, meeting. and the way Takia reacts when he spits on her she like bounces and flinches and like clearly takes it but then she comes back with such grace and it's just like hmm, yeah yes well we'll get into it but this is Takia's episode oh she she's a tour de force it. a tour de Kia. A tequila divorce. <laughs> a tequila divorce. Um, and then Raven's just like, you know what, Mom? Well, I got a lot of learning to do. I love, I love reading, so you got to get out of here. And that's when um, Tanya's like, oh, I'm, I wish when I was uh, teaching English, students were this excited. And that's when the idea dawns on Lawler mm-hmm. for um, Tanya to be the sub. He's like, and that's when we get the moment. We've yeah. already been He's talking like, about it. like, can we go out in the hallway and speak? And Raven presses herself like flat nose, hideous, beautiful, agony. Like the the (laughs) layers to this. She's like looking back and forth and then something happens and she goes, She lets out a blood curdling no and they zoom in on her face. Primal. It is. I mean, you heard it in that uh, that promo. Yeah, in the promo. What you hear in the promo is exactly... It's so funny. That was how they were bringing us in. Here, Raven screams in. of horror this Friday. It's so essential. Only on Disney Channel. And I'd be sad because that that like, moment is so funny. My thing is, when they're filming this episode, do you think it just says Raven screams no, and Raven Simone just looked at it and said, "I know what I'm doing," or it's like in the in the script, like. Raven Baxter screams a blood curdling hair on top of your necks 
standing up scream. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> I feel like to put in the nuance that Raven put into that guttural noise, it would have had to have been written by William Shakespeare. All right. And I can guarantee you he was not in the writer's room for right. <laughs> season one, episode 11 of That's a Raven. He should have been. Um, his, but- his ghost presided over the room. Yes. Well, it should have been because they talk about they, they talk, talk about Romeo and Juliet. I didn't even mean to yeah, do that. So, so Shakespeare's ghost is with with us in this episode. Um, but then we so um, then it cuts to Raven and Chelsea at the Baxter house, and Raven's just like not having it that her mom is going to be working at the school, and so they're trying to figure out what to do. And Chelsea's like, "Well, maybe it won't be so bad," and all that stuff. And then they walk into the living room. And because they're thinking like there has to be some way that my mom's like not going to want to do it. Um, and so they walk in and they see Corey. And that's when Raven dot like it dawns on her that, OK, Corey, you're going to tell mom when, when I cough, you're going to tell mom that um, I don't want you to go to work all day. Yeah. Because she, does, be she doesn't really me. tell him like what's going on. She's just like, yeah, when I like, cough, just say, mommy, please don't leave me alone or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and, and what do that get me looking at Chelsea? Because this is when we're back in the horny for the Chelsea predatory era. behavior. And Corey saying, Bibba, all the time. Yeah. And yeah, Corey's like, well, if I have to do this for you, you basically trade in Chelsea for me. And Chelsea obviously says, like, forget it. Yeah. And so Raven says, and that's when Corey, well, that's when Corey goes, ooh, I like him feisty. Well, what is up with this Corey thing? What I is up how... with Disney Channel loving little boys having crush on teenage girls? Like, barking for the teens. They are. Um, so that's when um, Tanya walks in. And Tanya gives Raven so many outs in this episode. I know. She gives Raven so many chances to be like, hey, if you're not comfortable with me being at your school all day, are you sure? And that's when, you know, Raven just likes to scheme. She can't be honest. And the second time that she says no, I understand why Raven doesn't want to say anything. Yeah, because Raven does end up having a vision of her mom saying, Raven, I love this job. And that's where it ends. And so she just kind of goes on feeling like, which I understand this, but this one, the only vision she's had so far is her mom just being in class. So she had a problem with it. Also, I feel like if this was a real school, they would transfer Raven out of that class. No? No. You don't think so? She could transfer uh, to... An- I mean, if she... Well, the, she doesn't go into it like becoming the full-time teacher. And maybe there's just not no, anybody but, else but she does. English. She does. In the episode, she announces that she's going to be her permanent teacher yeah but that wasn't the intention going in Uh, yes but i'm saying like if it ended up being that way my thought is that if they already had another english teacher why would they not just give the other english teacher this class rather than find somebody else 
no, like just yeah. have that teacher teach the additional class for the rest of the year until they find a replacement for the new school year. Yeah. So I'm assuming <laughs> there's just no one else teaching junior English or whatever in the building. Well, it also seems like they're in the class for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's the only class that day. <laughs> so, and like Raven like literally it's is- a seminar. Only, it's a seminar. It's a TED talk. A Tanya talk. But I would love to go to a Tanya talk. Of course, talk. Raven, uh, Tanya starts to give Raven that out, but Raven decides to, instead of taking the honest route, take the route of saying like, you were always there for me when I came home from school, and like I, those 15 minutes were so important to me. Thank you, Mom. And I just want my little brother to be able to experience the same thing. And then Corey's like, wait, you mean I could be at home all by myself for 15 minutes? Do you remember the first time you got to stay home by yourself? No. That was amazing. You don't? I remember like when I was finally old enough to stay home by myself. But Corey has a. We always try to sing. Every time you're home by yourself, you're like, it's time to sing very loud. Oh yeah. When when <laughs> when I would like when my when whoever was leaving and the car was out the driveway, I said, I got the I got the remote. That was my microphone. I was like, all right, time for my concert. Yep. It's time to you sing. sing. It's time yes. to dance. It's time to eat marshmallows. <laughs> Corey has this like dream of the 15 minutes of him being home by himself. He is in a leopard skin. <laughs> cloth swinging from a vine on the ceiling tarzan yelling landing i remember i remember watching this episode like vividly at my grandma's house yeah and hooting and hollering (laughs) laughing at this at that that, i remember laughing my butt off (laughs) and i forget who i was looking at probably my grandma or my brother and i said the funniest episode ever well that's our review you (laughs) <laughs> you heard it here first folks yeah he's Got like the- he's just like oh and lands in the chair and these two high school aged girls are also in leopard loincloths fanning him and one of them is feeding him pizza which that is going to take uh, way more than 15 minutes for you to get home from school. I know. I didn't, I didn't realize cloth, hook up the I vine. didn't realize he only got 15 minutes. I thought it was like a full afternoon. Nar. Like so when when we cut to him having such a a big deal out of it to be like if if Corey gets home from school at 245 you're not gonna get home until three yeah and i'm like well i hope Corey doesn't have an upset stomach after a lunch otherwise his 15 minutes is going to be him on the toilet and then his 15 (laughs) minutes is gone you know what i mean like sometimes you're in the bathroom for 15 minutes he's pooping and he's like no i wasted it no 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 I mean, I'm just saying. That would always be me, like, when I was younger, if I was home by myself, and I just kind of, like, lazed around and didn't do anything, and then I finally was like, well, time to do whatever weird thing I was going to do while I'm home by myself, and then I hear the garage door opening. <laughs> and you're like, no! My loincloth, my women, my pizza, no! What are we going to do? Um, but then, uh, so, that settled that Corey's not, he's fine, he's yeah, all of a sudden Corey's fine like, being... more than happy. Um, and all the while Raven keeps coughing, me like, like trying to get him to say something. (laughs) And Corey's like, you know what, mom, I'll be just fine. And then to put the final blow to Raven, he stops. And he's like, you should really do something about that cough. Season one, Corey is my favorite Corey. I will have to say. Horny, sassy, funny, money grubbing. What's not to like? Relatable. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so then we cut to the first day that Tanya's going to be the sub, mm-hmm. and Raven and Chelsea are dragging Raven in. And then another tour de force performance from Raven, where she's like, she's coming. I can feel her. And Raven is the, a scream queen in this episode. She, oh my God, Raven. I mean, I guess, it is, I guess it is kind of horrible <laughs> or scary. Oh. Yeah, Raven is in her in her Jenna Ortega bag with her scream queening in this episode. Um, a lot of like iconic Raven jackets in this episode too. Oh, like I a know. lot of like the the um like the collars are fur, mm-hmm. the um cuffs are fur, like those like very like fur esque. She um, her first moment is where she's being dragged in by Raven, uh, Eddie and Chelsea, and she's like, "She's coming! I can feel her!" And she's bringing her hands up to her face over her eyes covers her eyes screams at the top of her lungs i can't see i can't see (laughs) imagine being early for class and you're seeing this happening while you're sitting in the back imagine having to be there for raven in this moment (laughs) i'd be like get over it sit down because tanya comes in and i mean of course if you've seen the episode and if you've watched any episode of that's a raven everyone is immediately obsessed with her of course like how would you my only pet peeve about Tanya Uh-oh. as a teacher, because I notice it twice. Because because all of her little books she brings she in. She doesn't the close tower the door books. before she starts teaching. She does not close she the door. The door I wide te- open I, both times. I had te- I had teachers sometimes leave the door. It open. would distract me so bad though, because anytime somebody walked through the hallway, <laughs> I would be looking. Like oh, uh, yeah. So they go one. It's so stupid because she walks in. She goes. Hi, everyone. I'm your new substitute, Mrs. Baxter. Everyone in the class is like, Baxter? You mean... (laughs) The whispering of the extras was spot on. They're like, Baxter? What? Raven? (gasps) What? Raven? Who? Uh, And then, like, of course, Eddie and Chelsea are like, yikes. Is this a perfect time to uh, say that I relate to Raven in some way? Because my mom also worked at my high school. So did mine. Wait, she did. She was a substitute teacher um, <gasps> for my. F- Wait, now you living? Now you living? On the she never said any of my classes. I don't think. I'm not sure if she couldn't. Like, I do think generally, that, if your parent is entered in the subsystem, they will try not to give yeah. their classes to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was at my school all the time, and similar to Raven in this episode, people liked my mom way more than they liked me. <laughs> Well, my mom was um, our guidance counselor, so she, she was knew everybody's there every secrets. day. She knew. She knew. Like I would, I would literally take a test, probably fail it, and I would go home that day. And my mom would be like, "So your math teacher uh, told me what you got in your test," and I'm like, "I literally just took that like last period, like two hours ago." Um. So they're studying Shakespeare in the class. Mm-hmm. And wait, what does she say? They're, she says so they're something. they're studying Romeo and Juliet. And Tanya's like, today we'll be talking about Romeo and Juliet. Is there anybody in class that can tell me <sighs> oh, the yeah. plot of Romeo and Juliet? And everybody's like looking away. And Tanya goes, I know someone who can. T- T- Tanya's like crossing a little boundary of like teacher She mom. is. And she doesn't do that again. But she does she do does, it the first day because she calls Raven honey in front of everybody and is just doing all this stuff. And <laughs> oh yeah, and Tony was like, I called her honey because, well, because I'm, oh, you guys know. <laughs> uh, and Raven stands up, which I don't think she needed to do because no one asked her to stand up. She didn't need to stand. But she says, 
One of my most quoted lines from this episode, when asked to describe the plot of Romeo and Juliet, Raven says, boy, like girl, girl, like boy, they both cry, die, die, die at the end. Or they both, they both <laughs> die, cry, cry, cry. <laughs> and she's like, good, honey, fast, but good. And this is when one, wait, we forgot to talk about the character in the bucket hat, the guy. Oh, his name is Max. Max, does he come back at all in this show? I couldn't tell you. Oh, wait, he does. He does, he does, he does. It seems like they were trying to... He's in two episodes of season one. Hmm. Um, it seems like they were trying to like make him another part of the group. Maybe. I did not get that vibe. Oh. Maybe because I just remembered him, and I was like, oh, were they trying to... Max is another like, boy in a bucket hat, and he gets a couple of lines this episode, so his pay was raised. He was eating good that week. His pay was raised. But... He has a, he has a massive crush on yeah, Tanya. Yeah, his lines are all just about how in love he is with Tanya. And you mm-hmm. know what? Me too. Well, this is the moment where we really get why this was Tanya's episode. <sighs> Takia Crystal so Kamal, woman that you are. She so you know you know her background, Takia's background. She was in In Living Color, mm-hmm. the sketch show, and worked with Bill Cosby and all like she she was a com- she's a comedian. Yeah, she's been around comedians, so this was a great um uh uh episode to to um you know flex yeah. those muscles. She's walking through so the desks, which who did that? Like what kind of teacher reads and weaves their way through the desk? Well, like, watch out for the book bags that are <laughs> next to the desk. I did have a teacher do a reading of The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe on Halloween, and he turned off all the lights and just, like, shone a flashlight on his face and was banging on the desk and scaring us. <laughs> You're like, uh, Mr. Adams, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime that there was, like, a theater piece to be read, he was like, I will be reading it loud and in a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be reading all the parts. Um, but she just starts kind of by reading... The text says it's written. Then she says the line arose by any other name with smell is sweet. And that is when Max is like sweet and like watching her walk away in her striped pants. Ooh. If Tanya Baxter was my sub, I would be giggling and kicking my feet all through that class every (laughs) single day. Truly, like a I would be in her classroom during lunchtime. She would be the cool teacher. Well, she clearly is the cool teacher. Yeah, Um, she's the cool teacher. Because then, I mean, this is where she proves her her just everything she's like well if this was written today it might sound a little bit more like this yo romeo where you at (laughs) and that's when and i raven had the right reaction because if my mom did that in front of all my classes my jaw would hit the floor and and chelsea and eddie are kind of having the same not as dramatic reaction because they know uh they know tanya better than a lot of the other students but and then what did Tanya, and then Tanya just keeps doing that shtick throughout the whole um, thing. <laughs> the one we also say all the time is when she switches into Romeo and she's like, and then Romeo is like, <laughs> do you leave the words that are coming out of her mouth? Out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way she's talking in many a voice this episode. <laughs> <laughs> is she supposed to be a stay at home mom up until this point? I guess. Is she in Lost she has Boy yet? No, because she's a supping. She wouldn't have time to do both. Um, but then she starts like dancing, 
down the aisles and Raven is nervously chewing her gum and that's when she stops what she's doing and goes, Raven, <gasps> gum. We skipped the line to end all lines. <gasps> okay, flashback. Okay, we're, we're putting a pin on the present day of this episode and we're going to flashback to when Raven is trying to convince Corey to tell Tanya to stay home. Because okay, go, ugh, Becca. This line, we always say this line. I always say it to Hunter when he chomp, chomp, chomps his gum. And it's just, it's so funny. And that line didn't get a scream from the audience like it gets out of me every time. Probably because it's probably because it's supposed to be like, of course, the mom is so funny. Oh, it's funny. It's very funny. Um, It's Raven is talking to Corey. She's chew, chew, chewing on her gum, which is like a recurring theme this whole episode. But Tanya comes down the stairs. She's like, Raven, that's just you chewing gum. I thought they were pulling up the sidewalk. (laughs) You would you say that to me all it's the time. It's so funny. Um, but of course, anyway. that recurring theme comes back because she stops right at Raven's desk and is like, "Raven, gum." All right, now we're back into the present time, present timeline of the episode. Mm-hmm. Three. Well, Raven is just repeating three more hours, just three more hours, which makes me think: Is she in this <laughs> class for three? I'm wondering if hours? she just means three more hours left in the school day. Like, three more hours left until her mom works there. That's what I think. They mean, like, three more hours until my mom's not in the school anymore. But in our canon, they're trapped in a four-hour seminar. (laughs) (laughs) Tanya padlocked the classroom. She goes, do you believe the locks that are coming out of this door? She didn't padlock anything. That door is wide open. (laughs) I think there's no extras walking by. Right. It's almost like they only have two hallways in this whole school. As well. Uh, So, yes. Then the bell rings. And then... Raven like scurries down the hallway and screams, I'm free. I'm free. No more mom. And then she does no a little cabbage mom. patch. No more mom. And then and then Tanya walks up to her and is like dancing. Yeah, with she's her. ready to dance. She's like, Oh hey mom, hey, oh, what's up? And then that's when Tanya goes. Oh, well, basically, I just got out of a meeting with Principal Lawler and he wants me to be the permanent English teacher. The way she said permanent position, I know Takia was making fun of Lawler. Because she kind of goes, permanent position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's when, of course, Tanya being the mother she is, gives Raven another out. Another out. He's like, are you okay with that? Are you okay with me being a full-time teacher? And then Raven has the vision of Tanya saying, uh, Raven, yeah. I love this job. Which is when it cuts back to her looking from side to side and, and, and chewing. The, like the, the iconic, like everyone knows that gif. I was very surprised uh, that Raven didn't immediately launch into her like, Yeah, mom! Yeah, that What's like high pitch. Baby? Yeah. Can't wait for you to um, teach us Macbeth! <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so Raven just like starts chewing, chewing the, uh, the gum really fast, which relatable. <laughs> And that's when Raymond's like, no, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. And Tanya's like, great. I'll see you at home. Well, Tanya's like, I just hope Corey will take the news okay. And then we yeah. touch back in with this B-plot of delusions of grandeur for a little bit. <laughs> and we see Corey and half his class doing the cha-cha around a already destroyed Baxter house. So I guess either they made the most of those 15 minutes or it was a half day at the elementary school. <laughs> right. There's so many things. I, that's what I said. I said, there's so many things happening. Yeah. And then Corey's like, everybody dance. Yeah. I was like, that's and a that's, lot to happen in 15 minutes. The rest we see of that. Corey, well, which is the fine. Very end. Um, but then we, the school is the next day and... 
Max comes up to Raven and is like, hey, it's I thought about it and I know your mom has kids and I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> and Raven's like, um, my mama's married. You need to get over it. You need to get over the it. And like, then she goes also kids. I'm good with kids. <laughs> like you're speaking then, to one of those kids. Like your classmate, probably your science partner. Uh, and then she goes also because Raven's holding a folder. It's like also you're going to need this because he he bends down to pick up a coin and he rips his pants. And I'm thinking, why did Raven have a vision of that? Exactly. And why didn't we see it? Right. Why didn't we see that? When did she have that? I vision? was so confused so now, when like, she handed that to him. I thought it was because um, he like lost his folder for class or something. <laughs> yeah, she has. So what you're telling me is Raven like doesn't have. She can have visions of, I mean, she has visions of anything, but she can have, like, a vision of, like, I don't know, like, opening up the fridge and there's no orange juice Yeah, in I mean, there. we've always said, what are the just random visions she has that we don't see? And that's one of them. She just had a vision of her classmate ripping his pants. <laughs> that had nothing to do with her. What if she had a vision of, like, something dire, like, so- someone's mom cheating on someone's dad, and she's like, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> right and, and it comes into question like when does raven have her visions like has there ever been a moment where it's inappropriate for her to have a vision has she ever just had a vision of like someone halfway across the world and been like okay <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything with yeah. that information yeah like someone in thailand or like or someone like who's in her school but she doesn't know who it is so she's like i don't know who this is she has a vision and she's like First grade class is working on finger painting tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. And they're gonna run out, but and they're running out of red paint. Chelsea is sporting a Chelsea fit that I love. Um, and Orlando Brown is also in a drip. He's in like a bucket hat with a matching purple. sweatshirt and pants, purple fuzzy. Um, purple. Um, and then but Chelsea's are, are in like a about, red and plaid fit. But before we get to, I think the scene you're talking about is when Raven writing the note. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, before that is when she talks to Eric, Eric in the hallway. And they're just talking, and then Tanya... Does, I don't even think this is an embarrassing question. That she's like, hey, Raven, I'm going to be home late. Can you just get no, dinner before started? before that, before she says that, she passes by, and she's like, hey, Eric, great report. Maybe next time turn it in without the pizza stains? <laughs> Flaming this man. She, she, no, yeah, and the way, like, Tanya turned, and, like, as she turned, she, like, hit her, like, she hit, like, her, she, like, popped her hip out. She, she says, goes, without the pizza stains or cheetah, whatever stains are. Uh, and so that's she when, flame like, broiled that man in front of Raven. Him. She did. And then comes back around and is like, Raven, can you start, get dinner started? And well, that's when Raven's well, Eric, like, when, I don't even know what she's well, talking about, that woman. <laughs> well, when Eric gets um, demolished by Tanya, she, he's like, I don't even know what is up with that teacher. And Raven's like, yeah, me either. And that's when Tanya comes back. And that's when he puts two and two together that Raven is Tanya's daughter. And that's when Eric is like, uh, I gotta go. So has he not been in the class this whole time? No, because remember the first scene he leaves the class i know i just thought it was funny that this and is think, this is I, also literally the first conversation they've had that has been anything other than her just saying hi eric but i also think raven dodged a bullet with this character because if you can't love tanya you can't love me exactly and that's when we cut to um 
the classroom again. A lot we get a lot of scenes where it just cuts the hallway to the classroom, hallway to the classroom. Well, that's all and we got to work with. That's all we got to work with. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's when Tanya announces that she's going to be the permanent teacher, and the class and erupts. They're so happy. I would too. And then uh, Takia does another um, impression. And she's like, "Is that for me?" Or something like that. that for me? And I know. Um, so I'm, I'm watching it with subtitles. Mm-hmm. And it says when um, Tanya is doing that um, little voice when she's being congratulated, it says as Rosie Perez. Um, so apparently Tanya is doing a Rosie Perez impression. So I'm wondering if that's like a reference to a Rosie Perez character that Tanya's doing. What other impressions are in Tanya's SNL audition tape? <laughs> right. <laughs> And so Raven is writing a note to pass to Eddie and Chelsea about how she hates that her mom's yeah, here. Yeah, she's like, I can't even stand seeing her face. Like, this is so bad. I hate this. Underline, 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 underline. underline. <laughs> she's like, you know it's bad when you have to say your yeah, underline. Yeah, and she thing. passes it to Eddie, and he's basically like, damn. damn. <laughs> and then and then she pa- he passes it. She's like, pass it to Chelsea. <laughs> This classroom is too small for them to be whisper yelling like this. Yeah. And they're like in the middle of the class too. Yeah. They're not even in the back. And so then Chelsea sees it. it, And then she turns to Raven and is like, wow, Ray, harsh. (laughs) I don't know why Raven couldn't just tell them this. Like, why did she have to write it down? And it's not like they don't know how she feels. But of course, at Um, that moment, Tanya is collecting a homework assignment, which all gets passed up to Chelsea and the note gets mixed in with that classic 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 yes naturally so at the end of class (laughs) raven chelsea and eddie get back on their spy shit and they walk past the desk and then they walk back in and they're like hey great class great Great class." class and they're like trying to just get all these different ways to snatch the paper from tanya and she's like i'll have these graded in the morning (laughs) <laughs> Which they're all like, great, that's what a great teacher would do. Great teacher, yeah. Miss B. And then Eddie on the way out is just kind of like, <laughs> like not giving themselves away at all. Uh, yeah, it's so they, and so they have, they have to find this, uh, the, the letter that Raven mm-hmm. wrote to herself uh, that she's trashing her mom back in the morning. up and down and sideways. Do you know what time, did you clock what time they walked into the building? Yeah, because Six. Lawler is walking around, and well, first they they walk in all in their iconic fix fits, and yeah. there's this transition of them like <laughs> walking oh, yeah, out yeah, on the day before and then walking in on the day after, and it was so slay. Yeah, because like Raven like walks up to the camera, kind of looks at the camera a little bit, and then like <laughs> whisks Her herself pants away. Say preach like eight hundred times, over and over <laughs> and over. They're just, they're everything. Like, I love when Raven, Chelsea, and Eddie are getting into some shenanigans in the hallways. Especially because at this point in the That's So Raven set, we really only have the two hallways at Bayside. Mm-hmm. And so every shot of yes. them sneaking around is just a cut of them is going the back and forth. In different angles. But I was wondering while watching the episode, I said, what time? Because this is before school. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's in it. Because that's the point they said. The day before, they said, we're going to come into school the next day go into my mom's classroom, get the note, and then we're fine. Um, and then they come the next day, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering what time it is. Then Principal Lawler is there, because they can't get into the classroom because yeah, it's Raven locked. goes, 
we're going in. And then she goes to open the door and she says, no, we're not. It's locked. (laughs) And so then that's when they, uh, they figure out like if Raven goes through like the open window that's in the door, which is very strange. Yeah. (laughs) No, I know, but I'm just, what? It is very like, I don't even know what you call those. And what are they for? Very old time. Air? (laughs) Someone farts in class and you're like, oh. Can you open the top window in the in the door, please? <laughs> that no one can reach. It's getting stuffy in here. Uh, but that's when Principal Lawler walks in. And they're like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm here to test all the doors or something. I come up here before anyone's here at 6.30 in the morning. Yes. So what do you think Tanya thought when she woke up and saw her daughter not there? Do you think they don't ride, they don't ride to school together? Hmm. Uh, see, probably not if Raven is this embarrassed by her. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, that's what true, time? They true. probably would have had to get up at like 4.30. Because oh, they're probably. already Francis- ready. And I know it takes Raven at least an hour to get ready. In San, in San Francisco traffic? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So Raven so is the- like midway through the slot yeah. at the top of the door when this happens. And Lawler is like demonstrating how the master key works. <laughs> and Raven is <laughs> oh, demonstrating... Yeah how her physical comedy tool belt works. <laughs> um, yeah, because he's like, he keeps opening the door, opening the door, and like, so Raven's kind of like riding the window <laughs> open, of the door. Close. <laughs> I also clocked, uh, the, the phrase, never let him see you sweat, is clearly a phrase that um, Chelsea and Eddie have never heard in their lives. Because every time no. Raven gets them on a scheme, they are next level panicking. And yeah. Orlando Brown has this great line delivery when Lawler comes up to them. And he just says, we're doing nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's me under pressure. Like, ah, uh, we're just here. Do nothing. But Lawler so- leaves and uh, Raven opens the door for Chelsea and Eddie while she's still dangling uh, from yeah. the slot. And they go over to check the desk and the drawer is locked. So Chelsea and Eddie start talking back and forth, being like, what are we going to do? Like, it's locked. How are we going to get it out? And Raven is hollering. <laughs> She's like, I'm hanging like a bat here. <laughs> oh, and the three of them start carrying this big, heavy desk. Yeah. So up the, and down but, stairs. But what were they going to do with the desk? I don't know. But there ain't. It's Tanya's going to come at eight in the morning and be like, where's my desk? <laughs> there is no way that the three of them are carrying a desk that's that heavy. My partner has a desk half that size, and he and my dad together were, like, huffing and puffing trying to move it. Yeah, that's, like, a gigantic teacher. And I know Raven is not lifting a finger. I know Raven is putting her hand on a corner and saying she's carrying it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then they they spy the the janitor and his little, um, like, what do you call those things? Like a dolly. But it's, like, like a a big flat. It's, like, a platform with wheels that has, like, multiple knots and buckets on it. And so that's when they get the bright idea to put the desk on the dolly and get it out of here. If you know the theme song, I'm sure you know the images where Raven (laughs) is on top of a desk that's rolling away and screaming, making expressions (laughs) with every muscle in her face. Like like, like the tip of her pinky to the bottom of her toe. Is working for the comedy here. It starts kind of rolling away, and instead of just grabbing it and stopping it, Raven runs and launches herself across across it, and it's just along for the ride. Belly flops on top of that titanium desk as it bumps downstairs. (laughs) 
My favorite shot in the episode is the wide shot, and you just like see Raven on top of the desk, like going across the courtyard, yeah. and then like a little behind you see Chelsea like and Chelsea and Eddie. Eddie like that's, oh, that's really better funny. than a green screen any day. Yeah, any day. Practical sets, man. Practical sets. I mean, even though it does look like garbage when the desk bumps down the stairs. Oh yeah, it's yeah, mostly but, just know. someone shaking the camera around a lot, yeah. but it works for yeah. what it is. And that's when they come back into the school, which, again, I don't understand what they're trying to do with the desk on the dolly. Because if they're trying to get it out of the school, I don't know why they think the answer to opening a drawer on a locked desk is moving the desk around to a bunch of different places. Unless they're asking around to try and see if somebody has a key. Do you have keys? But it doesn't seem like they're doing that. So they run into Lawler in the halls, and he asks where that desk came from. And Chelsea, ever our environmentalist queen, the, the Greta Thunberg of her time. The Greta, the Greta Thunberg of her time. Like, you know what? This desk came from a tree. And it was cut down and <laughs> whatever she says. Whatever she says. And then that's when we get this rap that I remember clear as day. Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh, because what happens is Lawler presses on the desk, like, like he hits it, and that's when the desk, that's when the drawer opens, and, and they go like, "Wait!" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And that's when they go into the mm-hmm. rap. Wait, stop! Where you going? Stop! Wait, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, boy. I used to say that all the time as a kid. Dang, the writers. And this is why that they will forever be Disney's best friend trio, because who else could make up a rap and all be on the same page? You think Miley, Lily, and Oliver can do that? Miley would sing. Lily can't sing. We know that. (laughs) It's canon. It's canon. And Oliver would, I don't know what he would do. But they, they get the note, and I guess they return the desk. Yeah, but then... Defeating uh, the literal entire purpose of them getting the note, Chelsea begins reading it aloud in the hallway. Like she hasn't heard it and she hasn't seen it. She hasn't and read Raven's it. just like, yeah, now do you see why I didn't want her to see that? Like if she saw that, she'd be crushed. But like, I don't know why like they're having this conversation. I know. Because we're all, it's not like, it's not like one thing. I think maybe that scene would have been more effective if Raven was trying to pass the note to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And as she passed the note to Chelsea, that's when the homework was getting taken up. Yeah. So Chelsea never saw it, but she kind of knows what's in it. Yeah. And I think that's, it would have made more sense. Unless Ray, was Chelsea case. was like, now what in this note was so important that you had to jump on a desk and ride across the parking lot screaming? <laughs> and then she reads the note again and is like, oh. Oh, now I remember. That's the only, but of course, Tanya was behind them and she heard the whole thing. She's crushed. And you know they're bringing the drama with this scene because you hear the piano notes from the theme song. Yeah. That's when they're bringing the drama. Um, and then we, we cut to Raven just chilling in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we get a great Tanya Raven scene. Yeah, they really bring the drama. They bring the heart. They bring the laughs. And Tanya just talks to Raven. And basically talks about how when she was in, when Tanya was in high school, she would flirt with all the boys. She was such a class clown. Mm-hmm. And um, she understands how she would feel if her mom was there. Yeah. 
And that's when we get the scene, Raven, I love my job. But is isn't it some like Raven, I love my job, but I love being your mom yeah. or something like that? She also um when Tanya comes in, she's like, I kinda blew things with you uh for you with that boy, didn't you? And Raven's kinda like, No. Yeah, mama, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mama, you did, you did. Um Yeah, mama, you did. <laughs> it's the opposite All of All of the great line, Raven um and parent scenes happen in the kitchen. Of course. Home is where the heart is. The kitchen's where the stomach is. Home is where Victor mm-hmm. <laughs> makes his artichoke hearts. <laughs> so yeah, we just get a really good scene with Tanya and Raven. And Tanya's like, I'm not going to be the sub because it's going to be weird for you. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they do a handshake. They do. And, and then you can't, the episode can't close without well, Takia they- doing one more thing. Showing her, showing her comedy yes. chops. The handshake was just so, it was so fun and cute, and it was such a great and funny moment that I was just like, you cannot say that anyone else has a better Disney Channel mother than no, Tanya. No, no, but no. Raven is like begging Tanya to teach her the handshake because she thinks it's so cool. And Tanya's like, I can't teach you all my moves. Get some zap. Yeah. <laughs> she starts saying more stuff in one of her voices. It was just a perfect way to end it. But instead of and ending it there, we ended yeah. on. A very bizarre callback to the Corey plot where we see Corey once again, George of the Jungling, his way into the living room. But instead of landing in his comfortable chair, he lands on the lap of Eddie in an Arthur the Aardvark sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie was wearing a lot of sweaters. In I know. Episode. Eddie is comfy cozy. <laughs> he's comfy cozy. It must be fall in San Francisco. It must be. But he's like, what are you doing here? And Eddie is like, man, back off. These are my women. And he's eating the pizza. And then we see Corey was dreaming and he wakes up and Eddie just walks in eating pizza and is like, hey, little man. And yeah. Corey takes the pizza that Eddie had already half eaten and says, you take my women. I take your pizza. Take your pizza. And leaves. And Eddie is very confused. And so are too. we because that's where they chose to end the whole episode. Yeah, we did not need a revisit. No, but if the they Corey were going to revisit it. Why do that? Dude. Like, what does Eddie yeah, have to do with any of this? You know, it'd be funny if, like, the episode ended with, like, Tanya cleaning something and she opens up a door and it's, like, a bunch of Corey's friends. And he yes. was like, oh, no, she comes home. And it's like, like, Corey Baxter, what are all your friends doing here? I thought I had 15 more minutes. <laughs> that would have been so what? much better. I kind of thought like that where- the way that they were going it with it was that they were going to have his 15 minutes be interrupted by Eddie because Tanya got another teaching job or something, and now Eddie is his babysitter for those 15 minutes. Oh, uh, that'd be That's funny. That's what I was thinking they were going to go with that, but it's just kind of Eddie is just there. Yeah. yeah, there would have been a stronger ending to tie it back together where his 15 minutes are done. Yeah, and I feel like an episode this strong deserves a stronger ending, but strong as ending. it is, this is the episode where mother is mothering the the most yeah tanya baxter that's mother (laughs) uh she's mother she's she's teaching and she's mothering (laughs) exactly tanya's teaching how to mother (laughs) teach Uh, me how to mother teach me teach me how teach me teach me how to mother oh god uh so yeah season one episode raven is always a strong one of course uh it's never it's you know and this is a, like a particularly where the parent is in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And that's Raven has strong adult actors, which makes it enjoyable. 
And I'm sure as a kid, I found Tanya funny as I do now. Oh, of course. So, in honor of Mother's Day, I think, I know we don't really um, do like themed Disney Channel lessons, but I think in honor of Mother's Day, (laughs) in honor of Tanya Baxter, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned from Tanya Baxter in this episode? Hmm. The Disney Channel lesson I learned today is to always anticipate your child's needs and wants, even if they're not going to say it. Gotta be one step ahead. Um, I think the Disney Channel lesson I learned today via Tanya Baxter would be to be an awesome teacher, bring some impressions, make class fun. Seriously. And people will applaud you when you find out you're going to be their permanent teacher. They will. Those are the teachers I always remember. Like one of my eighth grade teachers played us a bit from someone who had later become one of my favorite stand-up comedians as a way to teach us like an example of something. And I've never forgotten that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like what the episode... English is the perfect substitute uh, class for Tanya to do. Because like what if she was substituting like math? <laughs> I don't think we've got impressions. Like <laughs> he'd be like, and when you, you carry X class? over the Y, Y is gonna be like, can you believe that X is carrying me over here? <laughs> <laughs> she would have found like, a way. She would have found a way. That's one thing I know about funny. Tanya. She will find a way. She will find a way Ta- back to her man, even if it takes however many years. <laughs> I hope she's. Isn't she like in present day, like teaching in London or something? She's she's lawyer. She's mother lawyering. is lawyering. She's prince. <laughs> She, the mother's lawyering now. Awesome. Well, peop, uh, people. Uh, well, Becca, if, uh, you, if people want to see um, the words that are coming out of your mouth, where can they find you? Can you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, TikTok, Becca's Records, YouTube, Becca Stogner, and check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, which is YGSSG podcast on the socials. And if you want to keep um, following me on social medias, if you're not already, um, I'm, at, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram and H. Cameron Martin on Twitter. Um, if you want to keep up to date on anything about this podcast, uh, we're on all the social medias. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us. Um, rate us five stars or more on Apple Podcasts. Or more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or uh, give us a review on Apple Podcast. If you do, we'll read your review out on the next episode and show you the love right back. Give us five stars. I know you can give us five stars on Spotify if you are ever so kind to do that. That'd be awesome. Um, talk to us on social media. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Uh, tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we want y'all to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. All right, y'all. Speaking of having fun, I will be having a lot of fun next week. So we... <laughs> are not putting out a new episode i'm a busy busy bee um she is i will be seeing two different concerts one of which is billy joel and stevie nicks i am very excited but we will be back uh the week after that with some more music that i am excited about in the words of all right well until next time we will see you later time travelers uh always book your seatbelts happy mother's day This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.